0: spitting truth that's what i do i spit truth you're
1: a a truth spitter yeah
0: i i spit truth into the eyes of liars and cads and charlatans wow
1: yep that's so sure of yourself
0: i wish i had
2: that kind of confidence i swallow truth that's my thing
0: yep i spit he swallows (laughs) jonathan you kind of Like suck down a little bit And then let some of it Dribble down your chin Sexily Is that sexy? Truth? Yeah you let You let a bit of truth Dribble out your chin And then splash Onto your chest And you rub it in a bit And go Ooh Ooh
1: ooh." Wow Yeah, not what I want. Not what I want to see. It is.
0: I just said it is and I spit the truth. So don't make a liar out of me or so help me, I will fucking have you. Right. Let's get this synced up. What the matter is tell me what the matter is tell me tell me what the matter
2: is. Jonathan was on road rules northern trail in 1998. Since then, he has appeared in precisely zero award winning TV shows, blockbuster movies, or community theater plays. We are here to fix this. We are here to make Jonathan Off Road Rules a star. Boston's favorite son will ride again.
0: Do, 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 do. Oh, hello. It's me, Horrid the Giant from Hogwarts. And I'm here to tell you something very special, Jonathan, off-road rules. Uh, is this the real Hagrid? It's me, the real Horrid from Hogwarts. From the wizarding world of magic and wizards. Me. I'm mm. are, are it from Hogwarts.
1: Let's see. So what, what what, what, are you doing here? What what are you doing? What do you want?
0: I'm here to tell you something. I've come on my my magic flying bike and I've landed it outside and I'm here to tell you, you're a slizzard, Johnny. I'm a slizzard? Oh, oh yeah. Fuck, too fucking right you are. Now come along with me. You don't know me, but I'm off to give you... I'm off to put you into a one shop on your own with a complete stranger who's gonna creep on you in a really weird way. And it's perfectly all right. its right. I'm gonna send you to a school where your life's on the line 24-fucking-7. It's a three-headed dog gonna bite your nuts off, and we call it a curriculum. Come with me, slizzard. What's a slizzard? Oh, right, yeah. Uh, a slizzard is like a regular wizard... Except I get to hump up against you for any duration, at any time, of my choosing. Oh, it's magic. It's...
1: It's lizard? Like, sleazy lizard? Or slime lizard? Slime wizard? I... I Now settle
0: down! Settle down! I'm McGonicle I'm Dr. McGonical! I can... Turn into a cat! <laughs> so
1: the, 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 you turning into a cat doesn't. Well,
0: well, well, who do we have? What point? No, that was. Uh, uh, well, oh, oh! Eh? Well, well, well! What <laughs> do we have here? I'm Professor McGonagall, played by Brendan Fraser. What have we got? Oh, well. Harry Squatter. As i never ever breathe! It's not,
1: it's, it's not my name, and it, I'm not a lizard. I don't want to be humped. I don't want to hump.
0: It's me now! It's me now! Grumble, grumble guts from the wand shop! My, my! Hairy squatter!
1: What is, why would it... Why do, I don't squat. I barely even... I use the toilet like once a day, and I, I get it over as quickly as possible. I rarely... Oh yes,
2: <laughs> it's me, Professor Snopes of the Dark Holes. <laughs> so, and you need to let him rub up against you. <laughs> this is, I, I,
0: Professor Snopes is quite right. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Snaps is quite right.
2: Yes, and very droll.
0: You've gotta keep your dark holes protected. Cause the wizarding world is a dangerous place. Now meet in the great banquet hall where where Professor Dumbledog will see you all for food. Dumbledog? Dumbledog, yes, that's that's good. Dumble Professor Dumbledog... <laughs> He he will dress the school after he has finished edging.
2: And all the kids will have to use the snorting straw.
0: They'll use the snorting straw straw while the great, the great wizard, Professor Dumbledog, edges himself off because he's gotten quite a bit into cum denial of late.
1: Is that like gooning? I've heard about gooning from some (laughs) teens. (laughs) They say you gotta make a funny face or something when you're when you're not reaching climax. Instead, am I in the right ballpark here? Is this just? I walked into a Harry Potter you're in, porn parody.
0: You're in the right comedy? ballpark.
1: <laughs> the, okay. Now
0: watch as Dumbledog parks his balls on your face. Watch
2: more like the the right snatch park right
0: oh yeah
2: that's that's what they the gilded snatch oh that's what they're chasing around
0: <laughs> i think we can expect great things from you mr squatter <laughs> mm. do you like it i'm I, it's not just you jonathan off road rules who gets to be famous right I'm gonna audition for the reboot of the Harry Potter films. Um, this is what you call an
2: escalator pitch.
0: This is an oh. es- yes, yes. This is an escalator pitch. Um, I figured I could get us all in, cause at some point it's gonna get remade. The beasts can't stay fantastic forever, so we're gonna get in there. You as Harry Squatter, me as Doctor McGonagall. and uh, Conrad as as Doctor Snopes, the Dream Warrior. <laughs> The full-blooded reptile, as will get revealed in Harry Potter and the Full-Blooded Reptile. I am the full-blooded reptile. The- that's after, that's after Doctor Snope stabs D- Dumbledog in the face while right, he's, yeah. while he's, tr- he's finally gonna let go. He's, he says. I- <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm... It's, it's like the year one actor. Oh, I'm going to finally come off with my hands. Oh, I've been edging... <laughs> <What? laughs> I've I've been edging for how many f- films is it? Seven, eight? I've been edging for eight years. Because I've really gotten into come denial. And now I'm going to let one go. I'm going to shoot milky ropes. And then... Um, and then Adam Sandler, who obviously plays Snopes, runs in. Oh, like that just stabs him in the face and kicks him out the fucking tower and he falls down like in diehard and dr snopes is like oh
2: it's the ultimate ruined orgasm
0: yeah fuck, fucking fucking diehard for it innit? <laughs> he, he,
1: that's adam sandler with that accent
0: that was in the first film but it's oh. gonna play snopes and and he's gonna do a fuck sight better than adam sandler
2: oh yeah well it's because i'm you know invested in the performance yeah,
0: he's gonna get that knife in dumbledog's fucking eye
1: Wait, so that that happened, and Adam Sandler was in the Harry Potter movies, and we're remaking
0: yeah, and we're going to remake them with us yes, and I realized that really if we want to if we want to guarantee a role because we might not get those big roles, but if we want to guarantee a role in in any Harry Potter film going forward, all we have to do is master the art of saying Harry Potter in a range of mildly curious, and ever so slightly amused-wise.
2: Harry Potter.
0: Harry Potter?
2: Harry Potter.
0: My! Harry Potter!
2: Harry Potter!
0: Harry Potter! Potter. Oh! Harry Potter! So,
1: So, you're saying the key to success is us as the characters... A lot of saying Harry Potter quizzically. So long as
0: yeah, so long as we prove that we can say it with mild astonishment and a slightly with a, a slightly wry right tint to it, then we'll get a roll. Give us your best. Give us your best Potter reaction. We'll get a
2: speaking part somewhere yeah. in there if we can manage to nail a good Harry
0: Potter. Harry Potter, but
1: it's Harry Harry Squatter. So we don't yeah, include- so. You-
0: yeah, so so Jonathan, if you can give us a good hairy Squatter.
1: You want me to say it? But I am Harry Squatter. Or, or I, I mean, I don't want to be
0: Harry Squatter. <laughs> I'm
2: not, I am not. You heard it. I come on, come on, Jonathan. Come on, Jonathan. The, you Jon- you know, Jonathan.
0: TMZ, pick that up. Pick that news up. The soup. Jonathan off road rules confirms he is Harry Squatter <laughs> in Harry Squatter and the Philosopher's Muck.
2: Give us a Harry Squatter, Jonathan. Come on.
0: Yeah, give us give us your best Harry Squatter. English accent or American accent? Does it matter? Like, like, I'll g- I'll give you the feeder line, right? Okay, sure. Harry Squatter, the boy who was coy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Cause I'm so old looking <laughs> and <fitting laughs> to, to call me a boy, it's wrong. It's
0: it, un- it's not wrong. True, you'll be wearing little shorts.
1: That's really and knee-high uncutious.
2: stockings.
0: No <laughs> shorts, knee high stockings oh. get, get a bit of that Absolute territory going on Jonathan huh? <laughs> it's even... That's what people want But That's what people want from a Harry Potter remake With slight adult Overtones Slight, Yeah yes. they want to see you Jonathan <laughs> Holmes In, in Cut off jeans shorts Knee high stockings Absolute territory Mesh tank top That's what they want uh, I mean, there there's a contingent. Put on your mesh tank top, you're gonna be hairy squatter.
1: It would be a real, you know how it is, whenever you express yourself genuinely. There are some people that are going to appreciate it, but there's a lot of people that are going to hate it. And, Watch him and
0: really... put on his jean shorts, puncturing genital warts. <laughs> <laughs> was it was the only thing I could think of to run with jean shorts on the fly, mate. So now we've got a scene with you lancing somebody's downstairs problems. Oh,
1: at least it's not mine. I thought you meant when the shorts come on. Why do no, I give you uh, these ideas? Um, you're,
0: it, 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 there's a scene in Snopes' Potion Class where you're lancing uh, somebody's genital warts and squeezing the juices into a little vial, which you shake about and drink for good luck.
1: What? No. that's And then you make a <laughs> potion. That's really... That's beyond adult. That's, um,
0: that's the next <laughs> age up
1: from grown-up. Whatever that is. The next... Uh, Senior age.
0: citizen. <laughs> that's the next thing from an adult is an old... Well, that's dead. So what you're saying is we're, we're tailoring a film toward the skeletal market.
1: Yeah. Because if you have a body, you will be disgusted by that. It's only after you've become a ghost or a lich or something, they'd be like, oh, that doesn't bother me. Everyone else will be bothered, so there's an audience. We're not
0: even in pre-production yet, and we've had the most scathing review any film's ever had. (laughs) It's enjoyable if you're dead. Alright, well, we're gonna have to shelve that project then. Although,
2: although, hang on, hang on, think about it. That's a big, big audience. That's probably the biggest audience that's ever been. Holy
1: shit. A lot of have died. But we can't find them or prove that they... (sighs) I mean, it's a real waste of. Uh, no, you're
0: right. You're right. We can't prove that we are a sellout blockbuster amongst the dead, but but no one can disprove it.
1: Huh? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, no, it's
0: true. Harry Squatter and the Philosopher's Mark Game of the Year edition. We don't have to qualify nothing. True.
1: The, the it could be a game of the year
2: amongst those. <laughs> who no longer walk yeah. uh, in human legs. I mean, this gives all sorts of you know opportunities for fantastic promotional pull quotes, too. Like, a film that redefines our era,
0: Malcolm X. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> so Malcolm X said that. Yeah. Well, I mean, they can't just...
0: Dis- the, the, the poster said that. That was just an arrangement of text that, that yeah. did say something factual.
1: Right. There was letters on a poster, but yeah. it's your fault what, for reading them that way if you misunderstand. What
0: is a boy to do about them toss salads and scrambled eggs? That's all it is at the end of the day. Toss salads and scrambled eggs. Did I ever tell
1: you the the meaning of that? Toss scr- scrambled tossed salads and scrambled eggs?
0: If I were to say that I'm gonna toss your salad and scramble your eggs, Jonathan, I know what I'd mean by it. But tell us the tell us like the story of Christmas. Tell us the story of uh, tossed salad and scrambled eggs,
1: I'd love to. So the person who was hired to write that tune, they knew they wanted it to be kind of an old timey, loungy number, but they didn't want it to be literal. Like the the network, if I remember this correctly, was like, mm-hmm. "Can you have it be something like?" Frasier is a doctor and he's on a radio show. Do, do, do. And they're like, no, no, no. So we need to get metaphorical. And Frasier is torn on the inside. He's completely conflicted. He, he is so hurt and so confident and yet afraid because all of these people calling into a show, they have serious problems. And he wants to just tell them, like, stop it stop being like this but he has to be a sensitive doctor too so the people are the tossed salads and scrambled eggs because they're all confused and a mess and he doesn't know what to do they're calling again the eggs it's
0: a metaphor Uh Ah, now you know so that's why kelsey Grammer voted for trump (laughs) (laughs) because of the tossed salads and the scrambled eggs and that is the meaning of christmas
1: <laughs> yeah, sure. I didn't know you voted for Trump. That's interesting. It's a, uh,
0: it's a strong Jonathan. choice. Yeah, Jonathan. Hmm? Jonathan. 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 Yes, you were on MTV's Road Rules yes, on so? Trail, the season five. Season five. Wow, good memory. You really—it's uh, everything about your life is burned into my mind. Wow. With the love and the care that many of my past traumas are, Jonathan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was, I was taken aback. But
0: yes, I am so, like a trauma, but not. Okay, you're just like a pill. Instead of making me better, you keep making me ill. So, sorry, sorry. Oh, no, no, it's great. I love it. Ah, uh, so Jonathan, I, uh, yes. heard, I'm just trying to get a simple. Fucking answer out of you, Jonathan. Yeah? What did you dream about last night?
1: That's so funny you would ask. It's been on a lot of people's minds. I've seen on Twitter.com so many people being like, last night I dreamt blah blah blah. I don't know, it's going to become a new thing. Normally people don't want to hear about each other's dreams because there's no way to insert yourself in the story. It's such a personal thing you hear about somebody else's brain. But I will tell you, last night I dreamt I was at a stoplight and it would only turn green... For certain people and when it turned green it would say their name. So I was driving in a car and I got to a stoplight and I stopped, as you do responsibly. Then the green light just said Sean
0: Like you're not Sean though. And
1: then only Sean could go.
0: Sean fucking Sean.
1: Yeah, I think it was Sean Velasco, co creator of Shovel Knight, actually. And then it was of like Tommy. It was then the programmer of Super Meat Boy could go because I just saw them all at PAX, so they're they're on my mind. Right, because you were at PAX, PAX East, yeah, the
0: thing for what was it? Computer games. It's a yeah, it's a a because you like them, didn't you?
1: I love video games. You like them? My
0: kids love it. I don't quite understand it. Computer games because you're all up on that technology. You're a bit of a like bit of a computer whiz kid, aren't you?
2: One of those gadget guys. You're
0: on the information superhighway, huh? Into those
2: gizmos.
0: Uh, you're a total gearhead uh? <laughs> Actually, you're, you're a stripper I'm a, No, I'm not
1: uh? a stripper Or a gearhead or a Come gear
0: on, you're or... into all of that stuff Into all no. that computing technology uh? Uh, You're a loan no. shark <laughs> No uh, no. You're uh, a pool hustler You're a window wiper I'm not...
1: I'm, uh, I like video you games You arrange
0: candlesticks on the floor And squat on them one by one in turn You love all of that stuff, Star Wars uh, Do a Star Wars right now do, do your best Star Wars. Uh, okay. You're a truck stop
2: bathroom attendant. not.
0: <laughs> uh, Star Wars? Come doing... on! Yep. Yeah, you're Star attending Wars. a bath in a truck stop and someone's asked you to do a Star Wars. What are you going to do?
1: I'd probably say, um, hello there.
0: Like that. Yeah, uh, you're never going to pass your driving test. We're trying to prepare you to take the test. You've got to do a written one before you get behind the wheel. What? And if if that's the best you've got when you when someone asks you to do a Star Wars at a truck stop how are you going how are you going to pass your test huh uh, This is a driving test Yeah why else do you think we're here today I thought
1: uh so I have to quote Star Wars in order to drive a car
0: Hang on hang on hang on hang on, hang on. What did you think we were doing here today I thought we were podcasting friends just having a conversation right. about but why? What What was the conceit? Under what auspice were you brought here today? Ah, uh,
1: it was our regular scheduled time. I jumped online and,
2: uh... But to do what?
1: I thought we were just friend talkers, and it would be shown off to those with an interest, I suppose.
0: Hang on. Hang on. Wait a minute.
1: That's a lot of scrambling. I'm
0: going through my notes.
2: A lot of notes. His filing system also is is piles of crumpled up balls of paper. Is that right? That yeah, you I've have got, to sift through. I, I got to go.
0: do some uncrumpling. Um, I oh, know he's right. He's right. Yeah, this ain't a driving test. No, this is uh, this is the podcast about getting Jonathan off road rules famous. At last. Oh, oh, right, right, right. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: That's oh, I, I like to. Think oh of it as
2: god! Just
1: being friends.
2: So so wait wait. Yeah. If that's what this is... Yeah. Jim, who are we supposed to be preparing for their driving test today?
0: Oh, shit. Oh, fuck, I left Dustin Diamond at the gas station.
1: <laughs> fuck. Well, it's... last time we talked, oh. you were not on good terms with um, your neighbor, or, or Dustin Diamond is his name. Oh, how did you... You're you're hanging out with him
0: now? Yeah, well, he, he gave me a... a near mint condition tendril in humanoid, So I let bygones be bygones. Oh, the plant one?
1: Yeah, yeah. Very that. expensive.
0: It sure. was his way of saying sorry. And I said, right, we'll let bygones be bygones. I'll get you to your driving test. And he said, can you drive? I said, no, but I'll give it a good go. And then I left him at the gas stop. So I think the feud will be back on.
2: Shit. Well, I mean, he, he doesn't know the first thing about Star Wars, so he's just going to be completely out of his depth.
1: That's not how you... Star Wars is really unimportant. I hate to say that as a, as a big fan, but... Um...
2: That's not how I remember my driving test going, but we'll just agree to disagree, I guess. Sure.
1: More so, you said you couldn't drive, but you drove him and he went with you, Dustin Diamond?
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I told him I'd pick him up in a car, but he, he had to hit her on the back of a bicycle while I pedaled him about. And then, and then an ice cream truck went by while he went into the gas station to get himself some Pringles. And then I, uh, I rode off after the ice cream truck. I wanted to get, I wanted to get a Mister Whippy. So, so then I got an ice cream, vanilla with a cone and a chocolate in it, and and rode home licking that intermittently. Uh, very enjoyable. Very enjoyable. Um, kept getting interrupted with phone calls So I turned the phone off So I could enjoy the ice cream And looking back on it That might have been Dustin mm-hmm. calling mm-hmm. It might have been Dustin I mean how do you
1: bounce back from this It, it, it doesn't sound like you want to go get him now It sounds like you If
0: he doesn't get knifed and There were a lot of people with knives At that gas station More than you would expect In a single gas station if he don't get knifed, or if he's if he's likely knifed. Just just a bit. Just lightly knifed, Um It'll be alright. It'll be alright.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're not showing uh I mean, it seems like you're worried about how this might affect you, but your concern for Dustin Diamond is is minimal, seems like.
0: Well Well here's the thing. Like I I'm not saying I hope he I hope he gets knifed. But <laughs> But to make it right, if he if he lives to make it right, I'll probably have to give him a Visionaries DVD box set. And I'm, I am I really don't feel like giving that up right now. So it's Swings and Roundabouts. It's Toss Salad and Scrambled Eggs at the end of the day, Jonathan. You, the Vision DVD set? What's that? The Visionaries. Oh, visionaries, the visionaries. Knights of the Magical Realm.
1: Though They have holograms on their chests. Is that right?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't remember my emergency contacts, but I can remember Vision is quite well.
1: <laughs> and in Humanoids, the evil that lies within. They were the evil that lies within. Yeah. The, 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 the depths of the earth where nightmares <laughs>
0: begin.
1: Right? I, I used yeah. to like that show a lot.
0: I was never familiar with the show growing up, but I was still mesmerized by Inhumanoids, and I didn't have access to the toys either. They were quite hard to get hold of. Oh, sure. They were bigger than usual toys and didn't work with other people's action figures, right. so they weren't all that popular, but now, of course, very expensive. Um, But I, I had a, a coloring book, an Inhumanoids coloring book, and that was my entire knowledge of Inhumanoids came from this book. And it was quite detailed. It talked to you all through the characters and their motivations. And it wasn't until recently, in fact, I was like, right, I'm going to watch some Inhumanoids. You can't really see much of it around, but there was a clip on YouTube of Decompose, oh, which is the character's name, just the letter D and then Compose, apostrophe. Yeah. Oh, man. Decom- they didn't even try. uh uh-huh. Voiced by Chris Latter, uh, the late Chris Latter, who did uh, Starscream in the old cartoons, oh, the wow. old Transformers, turns that. a turns a girl into a zombie as is his power she turns into a in a children's cartoon yeah a dead eyed evil dead style zombie like a deadite yeah she grows really tall because if you're gonna be a zombie you might as well go big or go home i guess and they dance they dance the fucking waltz while weird monsters are around (laughs) yeah Fucking messed up, mate.
1: That show, I, I saw that episode as a kid. There's a there's a whole episode where Decompose just is like, what if I turn them all into my slaves and they'll eat each other? <laughs> I'm like, I can't, you can't turn away. Like, that's how they got no. you. Their goal yeah. was to get you to watch the commercial that was then later on. Watch
0: the commercial for the, the toys. Yeah. yeah,
1: so they genuinely terrified children. But the thing about children uh, I, that I know now that I have one and also I remember being one you think if you keep watching it it's gonna be okay so it like enslaves your mind and gets you to keep watching something that makes you feel awful because you're hoping there's a resolution that makes you feel better in the
2: end so what you're saying is that in order to inoculate our youth against this we should get them all like into Breaking Bad
0: <laughs> no, it's just, I think it should be mandatory the... reviewing when you're five years old kindergarten or whatever as to show you
1: breaking. Bad. i think inhumanoids is even more disturbing i think breaking bad is a similar like train wreck that you're hoping resolves itself at the end In Humanoids, he's just killing all the people in the city and and they're eating each other and it's a the 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 the, the protagonists the humans have like some robot suits but they're totally powerless and they're losing yeah. all the time um, yeah, that shows really scary,
0: and this is before we get we get to the other ones, like decompose this fucking rotting dinosaur backed up by a cycloptic fire monster,
1: yeah, who's the real bad?
0: He was just the devil, I think the just monster. yeah, but he basically looked and acted like the fucking devil mm-hmm. see so you've got you've got the Lord of the underworld you've got Hades as a rotting dinosaur you've got the devil himself. And then you've got something out of fucking Lovecraft.
1: Oh, the yeah, the plant guy.
0: The fucking tendril, Yeah, fucking gr- nothing but tentacles and dead eyeballs and mandibles and shit.
1: Yeah, they're they're all kid huge too. Stuff. The the yeah. good guys are like three guys in suits, and there was one monster who was their friend who was half lava, half cold lava. <laughs> Like what? Wait. The, how is he gonna help? There's zombies everywhere. Well, my cold lava side will uh, be un- unbreakable. Like, yeah, but I'm gonna get eaten. Yeah, but I can lava this one zombie. There's twenty. There's twenty zombies in the room right now. Like, this is not. Nobody wanted his toy either. They all wanted the evil monsters and the oh, devil. Do you remember the devil dating the Statue of Liberty? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, the devil in one episode. He's like, I want a woman. So uh, somehow he he uses his evil Satan power to make the Statue of Liberty uh, have a a personality, and he steals it and, like, tries to sex it. So it's uh, like,
0: what if the finale of Ghostbusters 2 got horny? (laughs)
1: Yeah, and satanic, too.
0: Of course, yeah. And they
1: win. It just ends with the Statue of Liberty in hell being like, eh, what are we going to watch on for TV tonight? He's like, come on, do me! Well, not quite, but something like that. (laughs) And then it just ends. (laughs) They never get the statue back. It's just now the statue is the devil's sex slave, the end. Oh, dear. Yeah, watch it.
0: Deary me. There's a lot of kids' shows from back then and probably today that uh, maintain a status quo of it's all right in the end. But I do find interesting the cartoons that don't. Like, Skeleton Warriors, by far the greatest uh, television achievement of America, um, which was more of a 90s thing than 80s, but is set at a time where the skeletons have won. And the people who were in charge of everything are now a deposed royal family trying to uh, rebel against Baron Dark and his Skeleton Warriors.
1: I didn't realize that. So that's a post-apocalyptic, like... Mad Max sort of a deal, huh?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, Baron Dark, right? Who was employed before he turned into a skeleton? the The, the good guys thought Baron Dark a name you can trust, <laughs> and and put their faith in him. Uh, and he got skeletonized, and he could turn other people into skeletons. And the skeletons couldn't die; you'd blow them apart, and they just pulled back together again. Oh wow. Yeah, so they could only add to their numbers. Oh, because
1: when you die, you turn into one of the skeletons, probably.
0: Yeah, yeah. The only out they allowed themselves was you can take off a jewel on the skeleton and they'll turn back into a person. Oh, sure. So there was always a conflict of that. But otherwise, it was like Baron Dark had it sewn up. Yeah.
2: I'm really curious about, like, the resource management and logistics involved in this barren, Dark Enterprise. I mean, it, how is he acquiring all these crystals? Like, what's the manufacturing oh. process? Is there, like, a crystal mine that he's digging these up? I or... think they just
0: happen. <laughs> I think he just does his skeleton huh. thing, and then they just happen. i just got a stone now cool cool <laughs> so yeah i think uh, in terms of resource drain it's actually quite efficient mm.
1: yeah there's a lot of stones out there
2: now is there a market for these gems after the fact
0: uh i mean there's a high fiscal ceiling on this whole operation it's not there yet but it's got so much room to grow exponentially which is a word i'm guessing
1: <laughs> i'm guessing with society collapsing there's no more like jewelry stores or people who would just have money to spend so
0: yeah But enough about Brexit, what about Skeleton Warriors? Let's- let's campaign at last for a Skeleton Brexit. That's all we want. Fuck the no deal, fuck the Theresa May deal. I want a Skeleton Bre- a hard Skeleton Brexit. Yeah, I have
2: had this skeleton inside me for entirely too long. I'm sick of it. It feels like an invader, and I want it out. Oh, you're Brexit- you're-
1: you're exiting your skeleton? I, I just assumed um, skeleton Brexit meant all of the UK turns to skeletons.
0: This also would be good. <laughs> Is it not there already? I mean, yeah, once once Brexit kicks in, they will all eventually become skeletons.
1: Yeah, uh, and they want to. It'll
0: be the end of 28 Days Later over there. Just people lying on the street, starving while an helicopter flies over looking for Cillian Murphy. Well, that's... Uh,
1: <laughs> I've already, you know, I, I have friends in the UK who have been waiting to, like... Start a business for a year and a half because they're like, well, I need to see if I'm going to die first. And if of I'm course, gonna survive, yeah. then sure, I'll start the business. If not, and it's not settled yet. There's this uh, sense of dread everyone I know from that area is feeling.
2: Well, and, and, and the answer to that question is you should start the business because you're going to die.
1: Oh, right. Just oh, YOLO. Just all in. Go for it.
2: You, you are going to die. People seem to forget this.
1: They do. It's true. Uh, So you might as well try now. This is why debt is okay, because you're just
0: going to die, so I'm told. (laughs) Just go into it, debt, and then die. Yep. I definitely think you, Jonathan, as a father, have nothing to worry about by going into huge amounts of destructive debt. And then dying quick.
1: <laughs> it's funny, because uh, I actually have no debt. And I've always been really afraid of having any debt. So
0: I'm the same way. I don't like it. Mm. don't like the idea of owing on anything. Yeah,
1: it's uncomfortable. It's, it's less about the big picture and more about just making decisions I'm going to regret. And other people being able to have something on me, I
0: guess. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Good yep. financial talk. Never a borrower or a lender be. Right. That's what they say. I say... I say, Jonathan, mm-hmm. why aren't you. Huh? Oh, I thought we were done uh, with that. Hear me out. Yeah. Hear me out on the subject of debt. Okay. Why aren't you a knight shitsman by royal appointment? Huh? A An- knight shitsman? Yeah. What's a knight shitsman? Oh, well, settle ye down and let me regale you with the tale. The, the historic and noble practice of knight shipmanship. Um. Back in the Victorian times, they were actually called Night Soilsmen, uh, which sounds rustic. So what would happen would be uh, the the Night Soilsmen would fulfil the gentry of the times. One wish, one whim, the whim that everyone in society has always secretly had burning in their hearts. And we still yearn for it today but we don't have the resources to bring back the Night Soilsman Constabulary. We're going to have to do it. You're basically going to pioneer the resurrection of an old trade because everyone knows that the secret wish and dream in the heart of all true human beings is to shit your bed without fear of consequences. I'm talking about, yes, consequence-free bed-shitting.
2: Oh, Oh wow!
1: So soiled is uh, like soiling with feces.
0: Well, it, it's like that old, that old philosophical statement made by Bob Dylan uh, says, uh, which was, "We know that we have uh, a truly prosperous society when a man makes a bed knowing that someone else will shit in it." <laughs> it's funny.
1: Uh, I was just at my uh, my day job. I got a call yeah. this morning from someone very nice person, being like. Hey, um, this guy just keeps, like, kind of just going, like, number one and number two, just, like, all over himself. Like, is that illegal? Or can, like, can he just do that? I'm like, yeah, he can just poop on himself, it's true. We don't use the, the shit word, if we can avoid it. I'm like yeah you can't like are you sure cuz it's like really smelly i'm like yeah <laughs> we can't call the cops for a shit shit bed, yeah. shit pants
0: and 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 i don't want to pry into your yeah personal life too much but just so listeners know um jonathan off-road rules his uh day job is dean kane's personal doctor <laughs> so that's that's always sort of rubbing shoulders with the greats sort of true
1: yeah so it yeah. comes up people do just a real life honest to goodness evidence from this morning someone just wants to drink like three bottles of vodka for breakfast and shit their pants and be left that's right alone. but also see their grandkids they're like but where are my grandkids i'm like shit your pants they're not coming consequences
0: you do think sometimes when you're out in the shops, I could just shit myself right now. I'm not gonna, but I could. I ha- I literally have the power to shit and piss myself in public. It's only by choice that I don't. Is, isn't that the great thing
2: about this country that we live in? That we have those kinds of freedoms available to us at any time? That we have that
1: choice. Well, no, no, no. So... One of the reasons I got the call is they're saying this person. I'm not saying it was Dean Kane or not, but they're they they're doing it in their own home, shitting the bed. But they can't do it in a store; you'd get in trouble.
0: Oh, I see. You're one of those pro-floor types, are you? Oh, don't get shit on the floor. Wow, we're pro-choice over here. <laughs>
1: you can't. It's just it's a um, it's a public nuisance, and it's like uh, ah. some sort of disturbing the peace. I think when you poop on the the, the floor bah.
0: Bah. This is why we need day soilsman If I'm being perfectly honest with you but uh, <laughs> <laughs> So anyway The point of The the noble tradition of the, the night soilsman By royal appointment Is to Essentially serve as a, An all night shift guard For Someone in their bed Who plans to shit in it that night But doesn't want to deal with it so they're waiting outside the bedroom with a bucket and a mop and a shovel and whatever other accoutrements be needed so, you know maybe pipes um maybe some maybe some medical grade swabs anything that's needed uh, and basically someone will shit the bed uh, ring a little t- tiny bell and then in comes the night soilsman to clean up now
2: obviously this is a antiquated system you know we're we're reviving something old but that you know we can bring it into the modern age you know we could
0: oh everything's got to be brought into the 20th century jonathan uh
2: so you know it's a phone app now right it's a phone app still
1: stuck in a house with a guy who just doesn't want to a guy oh no
2: no 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 you'll have houses all over town that you will be able to handle now.
0: It's like Uber but with shit. Pooper. Right. Shuber. Schuber. Shitter. S H I T R. That's how you do apps these days. You just come up with a word and then get rid of some vowels. Uh yeah, no. I S H T R. There we are. Shitter. So they'll use the shitter app. To summon the Night Soilsman, or the Night Shitsman, for for modern times. Everything's got to be a little sassier. Uh, So, you turn up with a flat cap on, a chimney sweep brush, just for good old-fashioned appearances. People expect it. It's professional to see one. It's an experience, that's the thing.
2: You're selling the experience in a lot of ways.
0: You've got your bucket of soapy water, you've got your mop, you've got your shovel, you've got your dirty bucket for... You know, the collection of waste Uh, You've got swabs You've got uh, talc, of course Keep it dry, keep it fresh And then your job is to Bring back the spirit Of the Victorian era And allow the middle classes Of Boston Consequence-free bed-shitting It's Okay, I mean Don't think that me and Conrad aren't working either We're working, of course we're working of course. When you use the shutter app, you are ordering the entire experience, okay? So I will spend all night in that person's house as a drunk Victorian lord helping myself to their booze. They've got to bring, they've got to send a photo that they've proven they've got booze in there, which they'll send as an attachment along with their order. So I can sit there in front of their fireplace. If they haven't got a fireplace, I'll use a child or something to throw my glasses of whiskey at going, bollocks to her. She won't get the car. They're a brand new invention. Bollocks to her. She can't divorce me anyway. I've got my fingers around the past strings. Oh, she can fucking keep the kids. She can fucking keep them. But I'm keeping the house and the car. And um, Conrad will be there as as Chives the Butler with a sil one of them silver plates with a dome on it and and a tuxedo and a, a bow tie mm. so he can just walk around all night going yes
2: sir <laughs> yes sir uh, just like that he would do
1: really good at that does, does yeah. he have to do it does he have to do anything yes
2: sir. Uh...
0: I mean, he can put some things onto the Silver Dome if he wants, and they can let, usually like a a brick of dry ramen or something. Oh, yeah, it could. It's normally part of, you know, from Conrad's own private reserve, though, and he's often loath to give up any of his...
2: A little stingy, yeah. And plus, it's kind of fun sometimes when they, you know, you offer the dome to them, and you go to lift it off, and you do that real quick lift-off, and there's nothing there. Mm -hmm. And you, like, you see the anticipation in their face, followed by the puzzlement and then ultimate disappointment. It's a lot like a metaphor for life itself.
0: Oh, yeah. I always like it when you say, is it not up to your standards, sir? I shall have this rectified immediately. I will have a word with the chef, sir. Yeah. Yeah. And then Conrad walks into their kitchen and, you know, helps himself to whatever booze is left. Yeah.
1: This is easily the most... I've been jealous of Conrad plenty of times. His grammar is impeccable. He almost never gets hordes of Smash Brothers fans to hate him. Like, there's so many reasons I've thought, like, why can't I just be more like Conrad? This is the time I've Wanted to be Conrad more than ever before. That
0: job
2: sounds so fun.
0: It's it's a great laugh, and yours isn't
1: bad either, Jim.
2: I mean, it's 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 grueling though. I mean, it it's not as easy as it looks. Like you have to maintain a certain posture, you know. I mean, you're just eating shit effectively all night well, in a metaphorical sense. So, but literally, sense. you know, you're cleaning shit. I'm eating shit. But at the end of the day, aren't we really doing the same thing?
0: No. Yeah, and I'm suffering. Because I'll be wearing a fez and a dressing gown and that's going to add a couple of ounces, maybe even a pound to my body weight. And I can't take much more.
1: <laughs> Come on. You're, you're doing good. You look nice. You're doing nice. You, you, you got a nice job.
0: You think I'm doing nice when she's after the fucking car? Bollocks to that.
1: And you're a British lord. Is that right?
0: Oh, yes.
1: <laughs> that's how
0: they act. Lord Whiskey Salsoon.
1: <laughs> and, I, and I just wait for someone to uh, let loose a bowel movement. And then I... Ah, to...
0: I believe our guests are withdrawing to the boudoir. We, once me we and Conrad turn up for the night, we claim their house as our own. And they get to experience the joy of being guests at oh, a stately manor.
1: I see. So Yeah, yeah. We,
0: we transform their home into a stately manor by having Conrad dressed up as a butler and me drinking whiskey angrily. And then when they say, right, I'm ready to go to bed, we say, Right, well, let's roll into uh to the boudoir. Night Soilsman, would you accompany them upstairs oh. with your bits and your whatnot?
1: <laughs> it's really it, it it feels like you know, when you watch one of those movies. About bad things happening to children. And the the person who's bad is like, Jimmy, are you ready to go through the door? He just, ugh, the shiver goes down the spine. And you know, you know, it's it's worse than the actual event. I think is the how trend. could it
0: be that bad? A lot of ways. Because what you're failing to take into account is that for the rest of the night, Conrad and I are off. We can play Guess Who. Yeah. And we will. <laughs> I've I, I bought a brand new box set. Uh. So yeah, you you will be Guess Who special edition. Huh? <clears throat> Snoop Dogg is one of the witnesses.
2: Murder was the case.
0: That's different. When someone
1: is like eye contacting you while they're defecating, no,
0: no, 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 no. They they don't. Let look me at explain me? this process to you. For uh, God's okay, sake. this feels better now. You are posted up outside their bedroom. Oh, okay. When you hear the little bell ring, mm-hmm. it's time to go to work. So you you then open the door, walk in. It'll probably smell, but that's okay. Because we've covered most of your coat, your, your long patchwork coat, we've covered it in shit anyway, because people expect the night soilsman to smell of night soil.
1: <laughs> Nobody, no matter how you've been uh, accustomed or how you've been uh, conditioned to accept this as normal, this is not the, 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 the body naturally causes a vomiting reflex when, when feces smell. In order to keep you from getting infected with uh,
2: hepatitis B and all that. Oh yeah, but you'll have been wearing the coat for so long; you'll be used to it by now. Don't worry.
0: Yeah, and if if you're upset, we've rubbed a tiny bit of Vicks vapor rub on your chest, so so that'll pretty much dominate things. You walk in, you say, "Oh, oh, oh, young master! It appears that you've shacked the bed." Oh, lovely. I guess I'll go to work. Digging out some brown gold! Ho, oh, oh, ho, oh, oh, ho, oh. ho, And then you walk over, uh, scrabbling around. Like, I like you stooped a bit, and your legs kicking up as you walk, so you look a bit like a like a funny Victorian stooge. Uh, and then you just start shoveling out that shit, clean the bed. They're going to immediately go back to bed with a smile on their face, knowing that the night shitsman's taken care of everything. <laughs> as I go to bed, you, you know, scoop up the shit. You wipe down the covers. Uh, bleach some stuff, turn them over, um, you know, pull certain things apart and get certain crannies and nooks, you know, spotless. I mean, you, know, you know your work. Uh, You're a professional. I want to be able to, and I will, eat dinner off their a-holes. Oh,
1: so, uh, is this like a weird... I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. Didn't mean to sound so judgmental. Is this like a... Uh, a baby fetish thing Like people Because this is what I had to do with um, You know my now three year old When he was just one And getting into two Diaper training him Or getting him potty trained He would have accidents So he'd have to get in there Because he couldn't do it himself
0: But these people are that's not, that's not a baby fetish thing Jonathan Why did you bring that up? That's just a baby They're not doing it for kicks They shit themselves because we, we put special pants on them For them to do it. That's just being a baby. Can't these people also wear these
1: pants? Like, why Why do they need... They don't need me. The person whose home I'm
0: going to be spending... I fail to process this argument. They've hired you to clean the bed after they've shit in it. Why the blue hell... Would they wear diapers? It
2: seems to defeat the entire purpose. I, I, I don't know
1: the purpose, I guess. Maybe I'm looking at it backwards, but if they want
2: to... The purpose is that you are there to clean up the shit in their bed.
0: Because they want to experience the joy, the freedom, and yes, even the heady power of shitting in their bed and knowing they don't have to deal with a damn thing. That's empowering! That's what the Spice Girls sang about.
1: <laughs> I figure from what I know of people in diapers.
0: If you want to be my lover, you've got to clean my bed. <laughs> what I know of people in diapers
1: is if you want to just not worry about getting up and going to the bathroom, you can do it in diapers and then just flush your
0: diapers and you
1: don't need a stranger to come in.
0: Well, we, 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 we eliminate even that. You don't have to get up in the middle of the night or in the morning and, and flush away a wearable bag of cold shit. Mm. You can shit the bed, wake up, and there's it's gone. But then someone... Everything's fine. You've wiped down the bed sheets. You've pulled their pajamas back up. Most
1: people don't want to show their uh, what they've left behind to, to anyone. There's a, a certain shame that comes with, like, yes, I am a pooper. I did poop. You know?
2: No, but you see, that's the beauty of this, is that they don't have to think about it at all. They just leave it there, and then it's disappeared. It's gone for them.
1: But they they know I'm going to see it. Doesn't that make them self-conscious? These are really Are you worried? People. Yeah? Are
0: you worried? I see what this has all come down to. Mm. Are you worried, Jonathan, that when I put the Vicks Vapor Rub on your chest, I'm going to see a Mary J. Blige tattoo?
1: No, I don't have an a, a MJ obliged uh, tattoo. No? Uh, no, I don't. You should. That's... i have always... This is going to earn me a lot of ire, but... Um, I think she's a great singer, but I, I'm never that impressed with her. She's, she's good, Ooh. but
0: not great to me. Oh, you've stepped into wow. a fucking hurt locker.
1: She's... <laughs> She's got a fine voice, but there's only, like, two or three songs. Like, I grew up on on Whitney Houston and...
2: um. You know, you're just lucky that you're saying this, like, now and not, like, six months from now once we've really gotten your name out there because, I mean, that would just derail
0: everything we've been working towards. Yeah, like, like networking with Mary Jo Blige is important. She rules a lot of the entertainment industry in Boston. (laughs)
1: I don't know if she's even still at it.
0: Ooh. Oof. Shalashaska. Oof. Uh, well, okay. I'll shift it. Cool in... runnings. Oof. <laughs> I, cannot, I cannot formulate the right words at, at my shock and my horror at the heart locker you've stepped into.
1: That's a term for, for
0: guys at war, right? That are going to get killed? Well... I'm not saying you've stepped into the Hurt Locker. I'm saying that the locker you've stepped into is full of hurt, and I'm also saying you've stepped into the Hurt Locker. You've just opened the door and walked inside. You weren't even stuffed there by a jock. I stuffed my own self in a Hurt Locker? You were essentially your own jock, and no one wants to be stuffed by their own jock.
1: That's true. I just watched Revenge of the Nerds recently. They were really unsettled by getting stuffed by jocks. But... I
0: don't know. I
1: don't want to clean up poop either. But you got me on that? And what if I just don't? What if they ring the bell and I just don't go in?
0: <laughs> then you're going to get a one-star review. <laughs> well, that's... I mean, you know how it is with
1: employees. If they want the company to fail, they'll sabotage it from the inside and then um, just walk away. Like, I don't I don't necessarily want Shitter <sighs> to succeed because it's... It's a bad job.
0: You know who I want to succeed and who always does a good job? Who's that? Willem Dafoe. He does a great job. He does a... You'll tell you what, right? Willem Dafoe? He does very good work. Yeah. He's in a new movie. Yeah. He's in a new movie that I have written. Yeah? Called Secret Someday. Uh, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. It's great. Let me tell you about the film. Should I tell about the film? Please. It's a, it's a film pitch I've got for Willem Dafoe. And I'm going to tell it to you now. Right. Daniel Radcliffe... Stars, because he ain't doing anything because we've taken his job on Hairy Squatter. Um, Right, let's start this off. Secret Sunday. Daniel Radcliffe plays Boontown Rat.
2: Boontown?
0: Boontown Rat. Boontown Rat, okay. He is a son to some parents. And he is about to embark on adulthood. Probably in high school or some shit.
2: He's coming of age.
0: He's coming of age. This is a coming of age tale, his secret Sunday. His dad, played by Willem Dafoe, Boomtown Rat Senior, comes in, parks his Bronco, gets out, kicks open the front door, merrily, um, stamps upstairs um, (laughs) with a glove with knives on it, just... uh, scraping that up the side of the wall so that everyone knows he's home. Dad's mm-hmm. home. Mm-hmm. Everyone's His wife, Deborah Messing, is there. Dad's home. Dad's home, everyone. Let's be happy. He goes upstairs, kicks open Daniel Redcliffe's bedroom door, and Daniel Redcliffe is there playing Streets of Rage 3, and Willem Dafoe looks down and says, Hey, my son, Boomtown Rat Junior, you're a man grown now. You're coming of age. And this is your coming-of-age story. You're in high school or some shit, and I'm gonna tell you about an old rat family tradition that is passed down the male line like a father-son kind of thing, which is what we're doing now. When every young rat comes of age and becomes a man grown, he gets to learn about Secret Sunday which only we, rat men, can enjoy. Mm-hmm. Are you ready to embark on secret Sunday? And then Daniel Redcliffe says, "But it's, but Guffner, it's only Thursday." Go- Governor. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
1: <But> Guffner,
0: <laughs> it's only first. It's only first. It's only. Governor, it's only Thursday. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, young boob town. That's what makes it so secret. Secret Sunday takes place. And it's Thursday! <laughs> And he's wagging his finger and wagging his tongue in Daniel Radcliffe's face. (laughs) 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 To really hammer home the point that this is fucking serious now. Wow, what a twist. Secret Sunday takes place on a Thursday. and Here are the things we do. On Secret Sunday, we have to get our assholes checked for worms and hemorrhoids. Because to truly enjoy Secret Sunday, You need a clean bill of health. I do this every Thursday, which remember between us is Sunday. Wink. And then there's a real close-up. So he's he's getting he's getting
2: like colonoscopies. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Every every Thursday, every week. But of course, it's it's secretly Sunday, so it's secretly Sunday, so I'm winning.
2: Well, yeah, because I mean, I could never get a doctor appointment on a Sunday for any kind of thing, let alone something as routine and non-emergency as a
0: colonoscopy. Exactly, Boomtown Rat Jr. We rat men have worked out a way to beat the fucking system. We get to see a doctor for frivolous ass checkups every Thursday, knowing... (laughs) Then it's actually Sunday, <laughs> and then they go in and get their assholes checked for once.
1: That—that's the uh, coming of age.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Don't you worry about uh... it. Now, now that we've got our assholes checked, we can truly enjoy Sunday.
1: So they haven't come of age
0: yet. Uh, well, I mean, he's coming of age. Right- I mean, he's coming of age right now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't confuse me. Sorry. This is him coming of age. He's a man grown in high school or some shit. Now after, after we we get right we got our asses checked. Fucking hell, you're making me lose concentration. We we go to church. But here's where secret Sunday comes up trumps for us once more. We don't have to go to boring regular church. There's no service on 3 p.m. of a Wednesday. Ah, a THURSDAY! <laughs> THURSDAY! We said THURSDAY. Right. THURSDAY. Come yeah. to the village
2: on THURSDAY. THURSDAY. Yes. Yeah. Mm.
0: So what we're gonna do is go to the only church I recognize. A brothel. I'm gonna bang <laughs> me some ladies and you're gonna watch. Show you how it's done. And then we've got like, oh, I want to say 20 to 25 minutes of uh, willem dafoe enjoying the talents of various sex workers
1: wow that's a long sex scene montage yeah, 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 who was just talking about willem dafoe's penis some some celebrity like Zo, they, they were on, like conan o'brien or something conan was like Zo, showing your penis and they were like I'm no Willem Dafoe, that's for sure. And the crowd went wild.
0: Oh, yeah, because Willem Dafoe's got a massive schlong. Legendarily large penis. He's got a giant lobber. I've seen mm-hmm. it. Yeah, it was on some cable access show. He was dancing around. Like- yeah, we might get him to do that in secret someday. <laughs> you might. I've banged all these ladies to teach you how it's done. Now, to enjoy how large my penis is on this and most secret of Sunday I'm gonna wobble it about a bit. And then he can just wobble it about a bit. Hmm.
1: Wobble it, like move
0: it? Yeah, wobble it about a bit. Just wobble, 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 wobble while that uh, Mr. Lover Lover song plays. <laughs> Mr. Lava Lava. Yeah. Mr. Bombastic <laughs> semi-fantastic wobble in his about Smooth. And he looks he looks at Daniel Smooth. Radcliffe and he's like, I truly am Mr Fantastic <laughs> Like that. And then Daniel like Radcliffe's Fantastic like War. Yeah, yeah. God oh, bless us, Mr. Fantastic. And that's Daniel Radcliffe. Thrilled at how at how mighty his dad's peacock display is.
2: Yeah, you know, those those popular music drops are really, really big oh, right it. now in like, film. So I mean Mr F- Mr. Bombastic popping in there, like everybody knows that track.
0: <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm <laughs> no not saying no I'm not don't. saying the inclusion of Mr Bombastic semi fantastic. <laughs> I don't know, guys. I'm not saying that the inclusion of Mister Bombastic wouldn't have made Suicide Squad a critical success, but it probably would. Oh, have I, yeah. Way. Anyway, anyway, I've gone to church and had lots of paid sex. Then I, I produced my penis in a peacock display to assert dominance of the height. Now there's only one thing to do.
2: Well, what is it, Governor?
0: Pretzels. We're going to eat pretzels, but because it's Secret someday, we're also going to smoke a blunt.
1: <laughs> that's, that, that's defiant. That's rebellious.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's at a food court eating pretzels, smoking a spliff. And, and there's, like, soft focus shots of him just to show, like, how edgy and, and societally aware this film is. The camera will be like like... Soft focus, elegant pans and zooms, just of Willem Dafoe sucking this long spliff in his mouth, which, ah, and there's a big close-up on his mouth as it just widens, and then um, weed smoke comes out of his mouth and forms the word "spliff," and then the, and then <laughs> voices are all like "spliff." Whoa. bow wow 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 spliff bow wow 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 spliff <laughs> and it would just be this wonderful uh dream-like sequence <laughs> it's not,
1: it it sounds a little cliche like like it's really trying to sell a, kind of, a sort of bygone era of psychedelic psychedelic specialness to an audience that considers smoking pot not that different than just you know drinking some coffee, it's, it's it's legal now. It's just people are doing it. It's usually good for them, or at least okay. So, so here,
0: try try a spliff, my son, Boomtown Rat Junior. They're highly illegal, and it's brave and cool that we are doing this. We're smoking the old Mary Jane. Don't tell anyone. He says that directly to the camera. (laughs) We're smoking the old Mary Jane. I'm roasting this bone like there's no tomorrow. Don't tell anyone. It's very illegal and therefore incredibly cool. Wink. And then there's a close-up of his eyeball when he winks and you see the eyelid just close And then some crust forming in the eyes, and then that that just all splinters and cracks as his eye opens again. He's got dry super eyes. Here, take the spliff, Daniel. Uh, uh, Me, Boomtown (laughs) (laughs) Jr. And then Boomtown Jr. takes it and takes a puff, and then the music is still going spliff. Pow wow wow wow. Well, smoky letters spelling out spliff float about, and he smokes it. whoa, I've smoked a spliff and now my head's rolling around. And his head starts rolling off his body and rolls rolls across the food court floor. Just, whoa, 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 whoa.
1: So he's 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 alive. His head is... uh... He's lost his head, so to speak. It's like a metaphor come to
0: life. <laughs> oh, Boomtown Rat Jr. This is your first spliff, I see. Everyone knows when you take a blunt, you'll... <laughs> you'll trip balls. Wow. You're just... You're just tripping balls on a marijuana high, Daniel Radcliffe. Your head'll roll back soon. She's giving up on... It me. better... You got a pretzel to eat, and you'll get... And he looks directly at the camera at this, and you'll get the munchies. (laughs) And then munchies. Bow, wow, wow, wow. The spliff gives you munchies. Bow, wow, wow, wow. Like that. (laughs) So anyway, they're walking home. They've had a lovely day. It's night. You finally come of age, my boy. You are at last officially a man grown. You've learned of secret Sunday... But there's only one thing left to do. There's one last right that we ratmen must complete before it's all over. Whoa. What is that, governor? Cool blimey. Cool blimey chimney sweep my old brain to dust burn. What is it? Well, <laughs> come closer draw even closer. Look at my eyes. can you see how bloodshot they are? I'm fucking baked. <laughs> okay. Oh was that the last lesson? No 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 no. I just wanted to show off how high I was from weed. <laughs> no 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 look look, you know what they say. Secret Sunday. Secret skin And then he He lifts his hands up Extend Like the fingers Twitching From the strain Of the muscles And the tendons in them As he Digs his fingers Into his head Pulls And yanks All the skin off himself Whoa Pulls all the skin off And underneath Is all this brown fur Matted with blood from all the skin, like when they cut a Terminator, it's all brown fur matted with red. Pulls it off, and and emerging is a giant man-sized rat. <laughs> Boomtown rat. See and he there. looks at Daniel Radcliffe and says, "We all rat men enjoy a secret Sunday. Now take off your skin, boy. Take off your skin." <laughs> And then Daniel Radcliffe says, well, that is what they say. Secret Sunday, secret skin. And then he digs his own fingers in and yanks really hard. And there's just a skeleton there going, Ah! I've pulled all my skin off. My skin really hurts. And then... (laughs) Willem Dafoe looks at the camera and says, (laughs) he was adopted (laughs) and now I get to eat. (laughs) And then he gnaws down on on the shed flesh of Daniel Radcliffe while the credits roll. Call him Mr. Raider. Call (laughs) him Mr. Bong. Call him insane, insane. That's a credit sequence. While he's still eating, the, the credits are rolling and the whole credit sequence is this giant hulking rat Scooping up handfuls of Daniel Radcliffe meat, and the secret Sunday,
1: <laughs> and the skeleton is uh, just standing there. Or is it still screaming? Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's it's standing there with all of the skin round the ankles like pants that have fallen round, and he, and that's bad as well. He's looking down, and saying, "Oh, people are going to think I've dropped me pants. I'm so embarrassed." Oh! he remembers he got hurt right because his skin because it, it sounds it, it like... stings <laughs> taking a... your skin off fucking stings
1: well from, from the sounds of it his brain is still connected to his spinal column which is still connected to the nerve endings in the skin so it's the worst of both worlds like a skeleton at least it doesn't feel any pain anymore but he's still got skin that's getting eaten
0: oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. by a, a giant rat yep a real bummer of an ending yeah. Oh, not a real bummer because you got Eurobeat. He
1: he could have just eaten him at the start. Like he he didn't have to. He really takes him for a ride for his own enjoyment, <laughs> I guess. You know, like he could have just been like, I guess I'll eat my adopted son today, but instead so he's like, I'm gonna trick him for a full day. <laughs> he's gonna see my penis. He's gonna watch me fuck him, and then I'm gonna eat his bones. I'm sorry, his skin. Like why? That's a
0: really. Sadistic. Oh, it's tenderizing. Ooh. Who among us can scrutinize the hungry plans of a rat man? <laughs>
1: That's, I suppose it is definitely uh, driving home his inhumanity, his uh, rat-like yeah. character.
0: Yeah, and it's not all bad because if you stick around for the end credits, you you actually see before the skeleton falls over after all the skin's been eaten, you see them like tapping on a pager. And they fall back and then the pager lands on the floor and the camera zooms in and then Captain Marvel no shines up on it. So so there's a bit of hope. Yeah. But you'll have to find out in the next film. Sure, next. Secret Skeleton.
1: <laughs> so that's the the uh like the prequel then. That...
2: Or sequel? Who knows? Yeah. Leave him guessing. It'll probably be both. Sure. We'll do
0: both. I mean it's it's the logic pad for the secret universe. Yeah. <sighs> No, oh, no. We were workshopping Cineratic Universe, but it didn't play as well.
1: <laughs> so we, uh, yeah, Secret Universe.
0: There was going to be the, sec-
1: the dark, the Secret Verse, yeah, the dark. What was it? Dark Universe. So secrets are dark. It's kind of the same ballpark, and you've got to wear. Yeah,
0: we might actually, we might get in touch with Warner Brothers and see if we can get Secret Sunday included in their highly popular, um, fruitful. And energetic dark universe, which so far includes such films as The Mummy and now Secret <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> well,
2: I mean, it's really just a long play for the eventual Abbott and Costello meet Secret Sunday.
0: Oh, oh, oh God, yeah. yeah. Banksy, I play Oliver Hardy. Banksy? The
2: graffiti? <laughs> I'll be Oliver
0: Hardy. Now I'm going to be Oliver Oliver Hardy. Is he Banksy? <laughs> <laughs> Was Oliver Hardy Banksy all along? <laughs> Maybe wouldn't put it past him. Yeah, I, I'm sweating so much, Jonathan. You're doing great. I turned the I turned the thermostat up too high before I started recording, and then I've shouted for an hour and thirteen minutes. I'm very impressed. We have a
1: couple of suggestions from uh, listeners.
0: Yeah, yeah. Let, let's see what the Let's see what the disgusting public have had to throw at Jonathan off road rules to make him a star once more.
1: They're being way more nice than. Um they could be they're, they're being genuine steve she 2911 wants me to become a bird watcher and watch some nice birds which is nice Oh,
0: okay captain oh.
1: uh takeo taco i think that's the japanese word for uh, octopus he's a game developer he thinks uh, i should eat some raw honey and and become feral it <laughs> seems fine um alicia pixel page anderson wants me to eat the purple pudding
0: it's just like sweet
1: little suggestions.
0: They like you to eat eat, eat you know s- sticky yeah sweetie sugary things.
1: Some some messy sticky sweets.
0: And and have you be feral and then hunt down birds. Mmm. Laying laying literal honey pot traps for birds so they get stuck in the honey and then you gobble them all up.
1: Uh, that no,
0: they're they're much more innocent
1: than that. But it's yeah, I don't know.
0: A spoonful of honey makes the birds go down. Yeah, I think that's it. Vile Moon wants me to drink the red coffin juice from that Egyptian tomb. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, I remember that. People wanted to really drink that juice that they found in that. I mean, that literally, I would would just be repackaging what they just said. They they found a tomb, there was dirty stank water in it, and people put an online petition to drink it. And I do think you should drink it, Jonathan. I think you should, at the very least, bathe in it for a day. Uh...
1: That's less dangerous than drinking it That's just a, a direct you think, to your. You'd think
0: you'd, mm. you'd think But we are going to mummify you afterwards And then parade you around Boston As the world's first authentic Boston mummy And they'll go Bollocks that's not authentic You've just wrapped bandages around a person Far too tightly And I'll say right Have a whiff <laughs> Oh my god he stinks of tomb stank water That's the genuine thing
1: did, did did I survive that one? It sounds like I'm just dead at that point, which frequently seems like it wouldn't be so
2: bad. Well, I,
0: we don't know yet.
2: You know, we're, we're keeping our options
0: open. We'll know for sure until you stop struggling, at which point you're Schrodinger's mummy.
1: <laughs> the, uh, the cat.
0: You could just be sleeping. Yeah, we won't know until we unwrap you. You might be dead. Unconscious or dead. There's a good game show format for you, Jonathan. Un- unconscious or Un- dead. So that's... <laughs> unconscious or dead. So that's me? Yeah. And then people guess if you're unconscious or dead. Well, what if I'm dead? I then. Mean, then what? Then we come up with a different format. <laughs> <laughs> Th- then we just do so. a show called Dead. <laughs> That'd that would be, be good. Jonathan, when you die, can I have the rights to your corpse? So that we can do a TV show. Maybe on a Netflix, where people gather around your face down corpse and prod it with sticks and Im- other implements. I used
1: to care about that kind of stuff, but I probably won't be conscious if I'm dead. All the evidence points to, you know, it not bothering you anymore, so sure.
0: Just a sack of hairy meat at that point. I am kind of hairy. Just, just hirsute meat to be prodded on Netflix
1: i don't know i'll think about it i i don't know i hope to live a long time though i'm hoping to live another 40 50 years it's my goal is that okay or Uh,
0: i mean i mean
2: (laughs) (laughs) i kind of wanted to move along with this
0: yeah because because i i don't think i'll be around for another 10 so no no
1: oh i think you will you're doing good you're, you're, you're looking healthy these days. Um, Leftless wants us to bring back Ally McBeal, which I'm not opposed to. I could... You could definitely make a great Ally
0: McBeal. Like a
1: gender-swapped McBeal? Yeah. Alvin McBeal? I don't know.
0: You'd be Alvin McBeal. We'll get her off Arrested Development back. Oh, she's on that, right? She was on the Ally McBeal, and then she was on the Arrested Development.
1: Yeah, that sounds sort of right.
0: Yeah, and then you can be a, a sexy lawyer doing lawyering and sex. Was that what the show was about? I haven't seen it since I was a child. There was a dancing baby GIF. There was um, a dancing baby, which I will play. Yeah, um, the the guy who loves Vigo,
1: the Carpathian, is there. Oh
0: yeah, just being like, Ali is Vigo. I knew he was in one other thing. Yeah,
1: uh, Peter McNichol, I think his name. Yeah. he's a good actor. He's delightful. He's a fine actor. Yeah, he's really good. Good stuff.
0: I'm gonna play the baby, but this time it won't be CG. It will be me in a diaper, um, <laughs> with with a, with a really horrible patchy neck beard, and I'll have a giant milk bottle and a giant rattle, and I'll be chasing you instead of dancing. Just going, Ali, Ali. Fabulous, Sally McPeel, gonna make you squeal. And then I'm going to squirt the milk at you, and it'll be like a riot hose so that'll push you up against the wall. And you'll be like, no, no, I just want I just want law and sex, not milk. they go, plenty of milk. We'll workshop it.
1: <laughs> so I say I don't want milk. Yeah. And you
0: say, I've got plenty of milk. <laughs> just go rolling
1: right with it. Just doing- Doing what needs to be done for the show. I
0: so, used like, up all my imagination ad-libbing the uh, <laughs> Ali McBeal song I just did. That was a good song.
1: They've done a lot of great ad-libbing. I don't know how you do it. I just it was at Pax and people are like, "How does he do it?" I'm like, "When he's in pain, he doesn't have any brain power left to like make good decisions. There's nothing left. He just goes for it. He's filter free. It's great. I mean, I feel bad for him, but it's it's, it's uh, <laughs> incredible what he can do." really a showstopper and they're like wow that's the secret should i ruin my life i'm like (laughs) i'm not saying you shouldn't
0: but you know he's 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 very popular and you could be too boston's Uh, favorite son the product of personal (laughs) misery
1: we're all in it together the three of us jonathan we've all seen some stuff
0: we've we've seen shit yep yeah um sometimes in the same hotel room. <laughs> yeah. Um are there any other lovely suggestions from the disgusting public? No, I'm I'm out of out of those, yeah. Okay. And, uh, I'm
1: am also just about out of time. Uh, yeah, so yeah. We'll be recording again soon maybe.
0: I I'm don't. sleepy. I'm sleepy and sweaty and and I want to watch puppet master 2 but Amazon won't sell it to me. So so my friend who works in my friend who works in Barnes & Noble took it upon herself to get Subspecies 2 ordered just for me. Instead of Puppet Master 2? a. I want to watch both, but Amazon won't sell me either. Um, oh, wow. The That's jury's awesome. out on Puppet Master 2, but I'm getting Subspecies 2. I've got a subscription to Full Moon on Amazon, right? And they don't mm. have any of the good films. <laughs> they don't have the two films you would want to check out Full Moon for. Subspecies 2, Puppet Master 2. The two good films they made. I can watch Dollman vs. Demonic Toys all fucking day. An hour and four minutes, most of it footage from three other films. <laughs> fucking hell.
1: <laughs> that is funny that they did that. The Dollman actor is like actually good, though. He's like a Treat Williams uh, with white hair. Yeah, I forget Just his name. Business. He, was, he,
0: he was in their Trancers series. That's right.
1: Yeah, Full Moon. They, they did some work. There's a new uh, Puppet Master, right, with the guy from Reno 911. Yes, <laughs> Conrad yes, and I is. both watched it. Yes. Oh, I heard good
0: things. Puppet Master: The Littlest Reich is a a fucking experience.
2: Yeah, yeah, to say the least, it is a movie for sure. Uh, I should see it. Thomas Lennon is great in it.
1: Um, yeah, I, he's never failed me.
2: I just watched... Uh, I, I subscribed to Shudder because I wanted to watch the horror noir documentary. And mm-hmm. before I could f- figure out their fucking interface and find the goddamn movie I wanted to watch, I was distracted by Hell Baby, mm-hmm. whoa. which is uh, Thomas Lennon and Robert ben uh directing and writing, I believe. Uh, and it's like The Exorcist meets Rosemary's Baby in a in a spoof. I think
1: is this old?
2: It's a few years old, yeah, like 2013, I want to say.
1: I think I might have seen that, like the, the they're like literally wrestling with the baby at the end. Right? Yeah, like yeah. Punching holes in walls and, and stuff. there's this yeah, fantastic
2: scene one. where they go and get po boys. Uh and it's just it's like a minute and a half of close-ups of people eating. Poe boys.
1: Oh. Yeah, that sounds right up our alley. It sounds like trouble. It's
0: fantastic. Eat your Poe boy, Daniel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that pleasant note. It was so great to uh, talk yeah, to you guys. Yeah,
0: it was really good. Do you feel any closer to fame and stardom, Jonathan Off-Road rules? No. No, not this week. I, I know people are listening to the show uh, at PAX. I got some some
1: compliments on the show. Freak Zone Games, Sam, I'm um, blanking on his last name. He's working on the new Angry Video Game Nerd game. He was like, oh, I'm so glad you're back with Jim. And nobody can face him like you do. Like, talk to me like a survivor of something, you know, but also entertained by it. Like, I don't know how you stand up and just face the music every day and thank you. Like, almost like a thank you for your service type thing. Like, I'm fighting a war. And, and losing, <laughs> but, like, they love to watch me lose.
0: If ever you see Jonathan off Road Rules at PAX or any other event, right, show him the due respect he deserves, <laughs> salute him and say thank you for your service, and then just stay saluting and staring at him.
1: Yeah. That almost definitely will happen now, so thanks, thanks in yeah. advance.
0: Turn as he turns, right? Imagine you're a sprite in an old video game from the 80s. That faces you wherever you look at it. So just think that in your head. Think, I am a sprite. Say that as well. Salute him. Say thank you for your service.
2: Yeah, don't, don't follow him because you don't want it to get weird. No. Just follow him with your eyes and your gaze until he you know, yeah. leaves your field of vision.
0: And if he looks at you like he expects something more, you just say, I am a sprite.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that almost definitely will happen now. And it's better than getting stabbed because that's what they used to be doing. Yeah. should i stab you like, <laughs> no look like, it's not funny this isn't a joke i'm like if i'm really bleeding that's you know that's how you know it's not a joke anymore i'm gonna die anyway enough out of me
0: yeah right thank you to me for doing this <laughs> and we'll see you next time uh I, i'm jim joined by conrad zimmerman joined by oh no we we do an end credit thing i don't even have to do that we do fuck that I'll make this shit easy for myself. Bye. Bye.
2: Boston's Favourite Son was performed by Jim Sterling, Conrad Zimmerman, and Jonathan off Road Rules. Editing and production by Justin McDaniel. The intro music is Freakout by Chainmail. Road Rules Northern Trail was an insipid show that shouldn't have happened. Harry Potter. Harry
0: Potter. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> <coughs>
2: <coughs> I've been suppressing a cough.
1: Oh, it's really impressive. You, you hung in there.
0: Well, it's Conrad's fetish. She practices cough denial. <laughs>